Hello everyone, welcome to the podcast on Google Generation Scholarship presented by Kairos, previously known as TNP Mentorship Program, where all the confusions and queries in your mind will get cleared out. Today, we have with us Ritika Talukdar, a third-year undergraduate at ITDTUW, a Google Generation Scholar and an upcoming intern at Expedia. She'll be answering each and every question of yours. So let's start this amazing Q&A session with our first question. This is like the most, most asked question, how to begin the essay paragraphs. Okay, so uh, I know it can be a bit overwhelming at start, at the start, how to begin, what should I write and everything. I remember I was very nervous at that time, like, what should I write? I, I was asking my family also that uh, I want to get selected, but I don't know what to write. So I'll just say just calm down, take a breather and sit down with a notebook and a pen and write all the points that you need, that you want to add in your essays. Make bullet points, you don't have to write full sentences. Just add, just write that, okay, uh, like for the first question, um, which in which you need to write about the problems faced by women in this field. So you can I add, uh, you can write what all problems you want to address. And then if uh, you have any solution for it, then write those uh, solutions also. And then just try to get a basic structure of the essay of both the essays of what you want and then start writing the essay. Don't just start right away, get the structure ready first. And if you want, you can also ask your friends and family to review it for you before you start writing. I did the same. I have an elder sister. So I wrote those points and I asked her, should I start writing or should I need to add something or remove something? So she helped me a lot with this. She helped, uh, she made changes to the uh, points that I had. And then I started writing the essay. Also, uh, once you're done with it, get make sure that you get it reviewed by either your friends and family or also by a past scholar, a past generation Google scholar, because that really helps. Even I got mine reviewed by a past scholar. So make sure you do that. Yeah. Uh, next one. What are the key points we should keep in mind while writing the essays? Okay. First of all, be realistic and honest. Don't exaggerate whatever you're writing. If you have faced any problems and you're writing about your own experience, then be professional about it and write it in a way in which that uh, in which you will be able to uh, co communicate to the person who's reading your essay about the problem and how you made an impact what what your contribution was for it like be professional about it and please don't exaggerate because they are not there to give you sympathy they just going they just want to help you and then want to understand you as a person so uh, be honest and realistic Secondly, um, try to add your experience, like, try to add examples which support whatever you're writing, but they're from your own life experience. Mm -hmm. Like if, if um, for, like for the second uh, question where you want to, you may need to write, why do you need this scholarship? So with whatever you're writing, try to add examples for it. If you are writing that um, um, it will help you in your uh, education, then write that this is all that I've been doing till now. And if I get this scholarship, then I will be able to extend this or I will, be able, I, will, I will be able to do all of this, this, this things. So try adding examples from your life because that creates a bigger impact. Also, um, like for the first question, if you're writing about, uh, when you're writing about the problems, try adding facts and figures from um, notable sources. Like if you read some article in a newspaper where you came across some percentage or some figure, add that in your essay because it creates a bigger impact. 
if you just write about something it won't be uh, that much important but if you add uh, percentages if you add figures then it creates a bigger impact that yeah okay this is actually a real problem so try adding those also um last tip would be um, don't write anything any unnecessary quotes or unnecessary facts like this is a uh, gone for the uh, previous tip don't add any unnecessary things if you if you feel like you can add something then only add otherwise don't just add it just to increase the word limit uh, words oh and that reminds me please uh, stay in the word limit do not exceed it and do not also be very under the word limit uh, th- 350 to 400 word essay is fine don't overdo it okay so just be realistic and don't exaggerate yeah <laughs> <laughs> Next up, uh, how can I make sure that my essay stands out from crowd? Okay, for so this is very subjective because um, this is not a competition where you they where they're judging your essay writing skills or they're finding they're in the search for the most impressive essay. You just need to uh, convey your thought process and your passion for computer science because this is all this scholarship is all about that. They celebrate your passion for computer science. women cap uh, passion for computer science and they want to know what 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 contribution you are making as a part of this field and what you want to do in your future so just make sure that you um, convey your thoughts properly because you're not there to explain your essay those words are the only thing that they they'll be reading about you before they move uh, move on in the application process so you need to be very clear in your words you don't have to add any complex vocabulary you can write it in a very normal language but also be a little be a little formal and don't add any slangs when you're writing the essay be formal about it and tell them what you feel why do you want this scholarship what your ideas are as a, as being a part of this uh, technical field just add those and don't worry about the outcome i'm sure if you are passionate about this they will select you probably Okay. Next up, what is the ex- what is expected to be asked in Google Online Challenge? Okay, so this uh, challenge was divided into two parts. First was general cognitive ability, uh, GOC, or uh, second was uh, road related knowledge. So the first part, first part, it was about logical reasoning and simple mathematical questions where like. it was related to percentage and compound interest simple as very simple like day to day 10th class mathematics so if you practice them uh, there are a lot of questions available online if, even if you practice like one or two day for it it will be fine it is not that difficult um, yeah for logical reasoning there are also questions like patterns and sequences very basic and like logical reasoning questions are they were very basic and they were also mcq um the whole challenge was mcq you don't have to type anything you just um, even the calculations aren't too long it will just take you a few seconds to uh, calculate those questions second part was uh, role related knowledge which was related to computer uh, computer science it had questions from f- uh, computer fundamentals data structures oops um c and c++ i think there were some java questions as well so mm, whatever we read uh, whatever we study as uh, a part of computer science it was related to that and the questions are also not um, 
big codes. It was related to um, error handling and input output question. Like there was a, a short code and you need to tell what the output of that code was or what are the errors in that code? What will, be, will the error be logical or is there any syntax error? Very simple questions, but you need to practice them. It's not that if you don't study for it and you just give the exam, you will be able to clear it. That's not the case. You will have to practice for it. Okay. So just go to some online resources and you'll surely find some practice. Um, what are the important DSA topics? Um, I would say the DSA uh, topics weren't very difficult, but not that also. Like they were questions from all the uh, DS um, data structures, like arrays, stacks, linked lists, uh, queues, trees, even graph questions as well, but not that difficult. You just need to know what uh, all the data structures are, how they work, and uh, how would you implement them in any um, example. So uh, you, you would find a lot of questions on geeks for geeks for geeks for related to this. Like I practice from that website. You have a, a large uh, question bank on geeks for geeks, which are MCQs and related to these data structures. So if you practice that, you'll be able to do that. But you have to know about each and every data structure, not the advanced ones, but you need to know about everyone. Like just basic knowledge. Okay. Um... Next, uh, what are some tips to enhance the resume to increase my chances of shortlisting? Okay, first of all, again, be honest. Do not lie on your essay, uh, on your resume, because when you go for your interview, they're going to ask you questions only from your resume. Like hardly they ask you anything out of your resume. So that will be a, your uh, prime focus. If you lie there and then you're not able to answer in your interview, that will look bad. So do not uh, lie, be honest. Even if you haven't done anything till now, that is fine. They do not expect you to be exceptional being a second year student. So whatever you've done, write it in your resume and be honest. And if you have done something, uh, that brings me to my second tip. If you have done something, if you were a part of some society or anything you've started on your own, try adding um, figures. Like, um, for example, you have your own YouTube channel. So you can write the number of subscribers that you have or this like you have impacted this percentage of women as uh, um, after starting your YouTube channel. So you can add uh, figures like this to create impact. Secondly, um, add descriptions to everything that you write. Like, for example, for the project section of your resume, try adding two, three lines about your project, not full sentences, just bullet points. Uh, you can first introduce what your project is about. Then you can write about its tech stack. Then you can add links to your project. Like what I did was I hyperlinked the name of the projects that I mentioned. So if you click on the name, it uh, redirects you to the GitHub repository of that project. You must do that. The simple, simple, these small things, they really help like make your resume stand out. So make sure you add descriptions to everything. Even if uh, you're writing about your um, position of responsibility as a part of your college, like your societies, if you were part of your college fests, the organizing team of your fest, then add descriptions to it because they're not going to know what, like if you mentioned about some uh, um, fest about your college, they, they will not know. Like they don't know about every college, right? You need to tell them, okay, this is, this is what it was and this much of an impact I created as a part of that uh, event. So make sure you add descriptions. 
um, yeah, these were the, all the tips. Lastly, be professional. Again, do not um, bring a strange format. Do not add too many colors in your resume. It makes it very informal. Like I have reviewed a few resumes and I saw that it was it were, they were weirdly spaced out or there were too many colors, too many logos. Don't do that. You will get a lot of professional uh, templates online. Just get one. You, there are a lot of uh, templates which are free, freely available. You can use um websites like canva or uh, overleaf or if you know how to use it so use those templates pre-made templates do not make your own get a professional one and um, write accordingly okay these tips will surely help them enhance their resume um next up we have uh, everyone who clear, uh, clears this exam like this online challenge gets the scholarship or is there any other round as well uh, this uh, challenge, it, it's also mentioned on the website, this was not an eliminatory round. It was just a boost to your application. So no matter if you clear it or not, you are going to get an interview call. I think this year that interview is being called a 15 minute greet, meet and greet. So uh, whoever gives the online challenge, they will receive the link to that interview. Okay. And um, how to go about that 15 minutes meet and greet? Uh, what usually happens in this round and any tips for it? Okay, so uh, this is an interview with a Google engineer. Like that will be a 15 minute video conversation. They will be, this. it will more be like uh, a conversation, not like an interview. Like mine felt like that. It felt like I was talking to the woman who was interviewing me. It did not feel like an interview. We were just casually talking about what she is doing as a part of Google and what I have been doing till now. She asked me questions about my resume, my interests, why do I want this scholarship and and like what are my future goals for it. Uh, so yeah, basically getting to know your questions is all you want to prepare for and be the person on that you are on your resume. Make sure you are thorough with your resume. You need you know each and every word because they are going to cross question you as well. It depends on the interview. If your interviewer, if he, he or she is from a technical background, that they are going to go in depth on your projects. If they are from an outreach background, then they will ask you more about your outreach initiatives and like what you uh, have done till now, not much about the technical aspects for it, but you need to be prepared for both of them. Okay. Um, okay. Anything else? Uh, yeah, uh, I was just saying that uh, to prepare for the interview, uh, what I did was that I went through uh, past callers blogs, there are many blogs available online. So you can go on any websites like medium or something like that. And you can go through their uh, blogs and make a document word document where they have uh, and collect all the questions that were asked to the past callers. I did the same. I made a document. I went through like 20, 25 blogs and I took all the questions that they were asked. And then um, I wrote like bullet points for the answers to it. And then I asked my sister to review them and help me with the, the preparation. Like, so um, after like 10, 15 days of the online challenge, you will be receive, receiving the link for the interview. So during that uh, time, what you want to do is you need to open that document every day. 
you go through those questions you practice how you will speak those answers you can ask your friends or your family to take mock interviews i did the same my my sister she took mock interviews like every morning we used to sit and then we i used to wear formals and then she used to ask me questions and i answer them like i would in my interview and then at the last she would give me feedback so get your family or friends to do the same for you that way it will help you build confidence and also you will be able to speak more because right now as a sophomore we haven't given i don't think all of us have given interviews so this must be the first interview for a lot of you and to practice for it you need to give mock interviews it will it will help you a lot it will also help you get over that nervousness that people usually have for the interviews so it will help you a lot please do that okay so just book a mock interview as soon as possible yeah. <laughs> um next uh, what are the documents required for the application um i think only the uh, transcripts of your uh, academic your academic uh, transcripts are also only required for the uh, application um like it's also mentioned on the website that before applying you need to be uh, be ready with your resume your essay answers and your transcripts it's also mentioned that your unofficial transcript would also help so if you have any website of your college where you can see the results of your um, semesters like your four semesters and if if you if you get a screenshot of that even that will help uh, that will do you can just take a screenshot where the logo of your college is visible and your result is visible and which semester that result is from just take a screenshot and make one pdf of each and every semester don't uh, upload too many pdfs just merge all of these screenshots in one pdf and that will also suffice if you have any official transcripts even that is obviously um that will obviously be accepted but if you don't and if you don't have much time you can also do this unofficial thing they will not mind it okay um lastly what are the perks of the scholarship okay that is like the highlight of the scholarship firstly obviously the scholarship money you get a 1000 uh, as a as a generation google scholar secondly um this for me it was due to covid it was virtual but for if you are guys are lucky enough then you will get to go on a two to three day trip all expenses paid to any google office in the uh, asia pacific region there you can there will uh, you can meet all the engineers there will too many events and you'll just have a lot of fun for me because of covid it was virtual so we had a two day virtual retreat where uh, everything was planned out it was it was on a google meet uh, it was on the google meet platform where where we met so many engineers from all uh, over the asia pacific region it was not only from uh, india and like if if you think about it being virtual it, it sounds like it it will be boring and even even i thought so at the first that it, like we are why did i not get to go on the offline trip virtual won't be do much fun but trust me it you will not even know where the time flies this was the best virtual event that i've ever attended it did not feel virtual at all it was like we are sitting in a room and we're talking and all the activities that were planned out they were planned out so well just keeping in mind the virtual situation and it was very very like it was very memorable for me i will i will cherish those memories forever 
it was a very nice uh, opportunity secondly also get, uh, get swags from google we we got a google nest mini which is the google home we also go, got a bottle and i think a bag as well so you get a lot of swags from google as a scholar uh, also uh, la- after the retreat you have some mentorship sessions with google engineers regarding google kickstart so you code with them they we also solved questions they gave some tips how to uh, uh, prepare for the google kickstart round so that is also a plus point lastly but not the least you gain an amazing community of women engineers and women who are part of computer science all those scholars uh, generation google scholars you gain that community you get to talk to them like we're still in contact with uh, all 75 of us we're still in contact we talk every day we talk about the ideas what we're doing it's a very positive and a very uh, comfortable space space where you can talk about anything and then they'll uh, understand your perspectives your problems and it's just like a very nice sisterhood so you gain that community which i think is the highlight of this scholarship because being an introvert i have uh, i face problems being uh, uh, making friends but as a part of this uh, uh, program i i uh, gained 75 of them so i'm really happy about that <laughs> wow that's a lot that's a lot um i hope this conversation will turn out really really fruitful for our listeners um thank you for joining us and um, we hope that we were able to answer all your qu- queries and all the questions that you gave us if you still have any question left you can drop down in the comments below thank you so much